Hi everyone, this is Samet from Chico Hospital for Cats one more time. So I'm here today with a brand new episode and I have Bree with me here. Hi Bree. Hi guys. Hey, so today we decided to do a brief reminder slash educational episode about the heartworm disease in cats. I mean, dogs get it obviously way more commonly, but it has been seen that cats get it too, and even though it's less common we wanted to talk about especially Brie brought this up and why did you want to talk about this Brie? Um, I decided on this topic because April is actually heartworm prevention month Um, so I wanted to touch on the topic um, and why it's so important to keep your kitties and your dogs but today we're going to focus on the cats um, on preventatives. I came across an interesting information here just to give a little bit of entrance information about heartworm. It says it was first discovered in 1856, which sounds pretty <laughs> old while to me. Ago. while ago. And in cats, it is first discovered around 1920s. So that was interesting. And, and the first human case took place in Brazil in 1887, which also is very, uh, very rare scary. And scary. And rare. Yeah. <laughs> They believe, the researchers, and these are researchers from Stanford, that the first cases might have seen as old as 1580s because they have a guy who called them monsters because he saw them in one of his horse's heart when the horse passed away. And he tried to draw them. And that's the evidence we have. So we can go quite back in history as far as this being a problem. Right. And especially in the United States, I believe it's less seen in Europe. I got some statistics about that to it. I can talk later a little bit after you do some introduction. But in the United States, it's much more more serious problem. And that's why we wanted to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. So the cat for cats, they are an atypical host for the heartworm. As we said, they're much more frequently seen in dogs, but they do. They are seen in cats um, and while a lot of times the worms don't mature to adults in cats, even the small immature can really cause a lot of damage with animals, um, such as respiratory disease. And the thing with cats is if you are infected with heartworms, there is not a treatment like with dogs. Dogs can be treated with injections for about six months. They need to be kept essentially on bed rest because they can't be too active. With cats, there isn't that option. So it's very important to keep your cats on the prevention so they never have that opportunity to be infected. Yeah, cats, apparently uh, it takes seven to eight months for infective larva to mature into adult heartworms if it becomes Mm -hmm. adult heartworms. So... But again, it's more commonly in dogs. So what can we, when you mention preventive, though, for somebody who doesn't know anything about heartworm at all, maybe somebody who didn't have animals before and is thinking about adopting the first cat now, what do you mean by preventive uh, measures for a cat? Not to so get as soon as your animal is old enough, so for most, for animals to be treated with the product, it is based on weight, not age. And normally most products can be used at about eight weeks. And that's when we would ideally like you to start on prevention. So there are different preventatives. Um, one we use at the hospital here a lot is Revolution Plus. It does prevent for heartworms along with fleas, ticks, and quite a few intestinal parasites. A lot of people ask, do we need to 
do we need that protection if my cat is only indoors? What if my cat doesn't go outdoors because it's primarily transmitted through mosquitoes? Well, as I'm sure you guys all know, you've been in the house before and you've been bitten by a mosquito because <laughs> those things get in through doors, they can fly through screens. So even if your cat's strictly indoors, they still are at risk for getting this disease. So like I said, the revolution is what we use here, but there is also something called heart guard. So if your cat is an indoor cat only, the heart guard prevents solely against heartworms. So it doesn't include that extra flea medication or the intestinal parasites that you might not need if your cat's not going outside and encountering those uh, type of situations. Yeah, for those who are more interested in revolution, we have another episode back in the day. We had guests on it and we had a very good episode. Zoetis, wasn't it? From Zoetis, yeah. So you said, what if my cat is only indoor? Well, let me ask you another one. What if my cat lives somewhere that's only maybe cold and doesn't have too, you know, too much mosquitoes year round? So a lot of research point is pointing towards saying that these uh, mosquitoes are adapting, you know, just like you hear, like the fleas are becoming more immune to products like Advantage and Frontline. The same thing's happening in different areas of the world. So these mosquitoes who maybe weren't living in the, you know, in Minnesota, they weren't living through this, the winters. Now they're adapting and they're able to live in that environment and still spread this disease. Also another consideration, and this is something I'm familiar with just because uh, I adopted, one of my dogs that I adopted was in Hurricane Sandy. So they were flown out to California. So mm -hmm. they weren't from an area where there was a high occurrence of mm -hmm. um, heartworm, but she did come from an area. And so she was flown out here and she can now, you know, she can spread that disease out here potentially oh, gotcha. or be infected from an area where, you know, it's a lot more prevalent. Yeah, we shouldn't forget, I guess, that pets also move around as people move around is what you're trying to say. I guess that's an important yeah. point. So for heartworm, I guess the other sneaky part of it with cats is most cats uh, sometimes might not even show any symptoms that they have the heartworm. Yes. So they might live many, many years without showing any symptoms of it. Yeah, or they could be symptoms that are very um, easily mistaken as, you know, different things that could be happening, like an asthma um, or vomiting, lack of appetite, weight loss, things that could point to a million different other diagnoses. <laughs> yeah, almost anything, yeah. <laughs> and the other sneaky or hard part of it is when the veterinarians want to test for these heartworms, that's also not very easy to have the diagnostics done as far as blood work and testings and stuff. I know in our place... Uh, how many years? It's been like five, six years I've been working here. We do have heartworm automatically uh, included in our leukemia yeah. FIV testing, and I have not seen one single case uh, with heartworm positive. Have you? I don't know if I, I might say I might have maybe seen one. one yeah, maybe one, yeah. Well, the, and the other thing with the testing is like you have to, so as you were saying earlier, for a, a worm to mature, it takes at least six months. So you could potentially be testing that cat when the worm is not matured and it's being negative. So like if you were on revolution and say you, you missed a month or two, mm -hmm. um, so you would want to immediately get your cat back on that preventative mm -hmm. and then retest in another six months I see. to make sure that that's yeah. going to be able to be detected on that test. Yeah. So I was checking when I mentioned the beginning of the episode, I was checking uh, Europe. It seems like Italy has 66% of infections in whole Europe. Kind of reminds me how south of United States mm -hmm. is a little bit more 
in trouble with it. It's the same situation in Europe. If you look at South, is it really humid in Italy? Is it I more think humid? it is. It's a Mediterranean climate, okay. so that makes sense to me. And uh, lots of obviously sea and hot weather and, yeah. and beaches and stuff. It's obviously humidity, water that attracts those mosquitoes. And yeah. so, if you're living in one of those areas, you're definitely in kind of a hot spot for the disease. Yeah, Southern Europe definitely. There's a there's a little trailer if you look at it. Same in the United States and in Europe and Italy, France, Greece, and Spain. All these countries with major hot zones and and you know warmer weather, troubling with this heartworm disease. So if somebody listens to this podcast and says, "Oh my goodness, that's a great idea. Let's get my cat on heartworm prevention." Do they can they just walk into some place and buy it, or do they need prescription? How does it work? So with uh, with heartworm preventatives, we do need to have a veterinarian's prescription. So uh, your your animal can get up to a year's worth of prevention under the FDA rules. If they, if they are up to date with if an exam. If they need an up-to-date yeah. exam, the doctor needs to make sure they're healthy enough to receive the treatment. Um, it is not something you can just go buy from like Petco or PetSmart, like an Advantage or a Frontline because mm-hmm. of the ingredients involved, as well as, like I said, if your cat is not healthy, um, you know, it could it could cause some issues. And so these heartworm prevention products probably are only designed also to prevent against heartworms, correct? Some are. Like I was talking about earlier, heart guard, like uh-huh. that is just heartworm. That's mm-hmm. um, that's all it's used for. But as I was saying, things like Brevecto, Revolution Plus, those are those can treat against other parasites and fleas, ear mites, things of that nature. So you'd need to discuss with your doctor, you know, what is best for your pet. Like if you're indoor, outdoor, if you're just indoor, um, you know, what the risk factors are and your doctor can direct you to what, what the best product would be for your animal. So what if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I heard there is a great vaccination for this. I'm just going to give my cat or dog one vaccine and I'm set for a year. Well, unfortunately, there is no vaccination for heartworm right now. And that's why preventatives are key. Because like I said, there's nothing. Once you get that heartworm um, for cats, there's very little treatment involved to to help. Um, And unfortunately, with cats too, a lot of times the first sign is kind of your last sign. Um, A lot of cats just die Um, unexpectedly Mm -hmm. from the disease um, and they're not showing symptoms yeah i mean like we mentioned sometimes you you are not aware of it and it might be too late by the time severe symptoms show up or Mm -hmm. even if your cat has come to that point but we're not trying to scare listeners here but i personally prefer to have my cats year-round if i can remember but that's another good question i mean should we do this year-round in my opinion yes and in Mm -hmm. many professionals opinions yes so like you mentioned just cold weather warm weather or just indoor outdoor doesn't really matter at the best is um how do you guys say it's better to be safe safe. i'm sorry i'm sorry exactly that and that's how i look at this issue as well do you have anything else you would like to add at the end before we um come to an end of another episode i don't think so like i said just it's uh just make sure you get to see your veterinarian uh, for those annual visits and make sure that you get on a preventative because um you know you're protecting your kitty's life perfect well thank you brie for uh joining us today thank you all right, guys, as you probably already know, we're on chicocast.com slash podcast and on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, give us a review if you like. And 
we will be together with another episode hopefully soon thank you <laughs> bye bye <laughs>